All right. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, um, Barrel Buddy. Retired Homeland Security Special Agent Bob Wallace said about uh, Barrel Buddy, quote, I've spent 40 years in law enforcement, first as a badge and gun federal agent, then as a private contractor. I've used just about every product on the market to clean my firearm. This is my favorite. The circular cleaning uh, within the bore cleans the grooves better than anything I've ever seen without the possibility of scratching the bore. It lives up to its claims and it's worth every penny. Nothing like a happy customer, and they've got lots of them. If you try Barrel Buddy, you're going to be one of those people. Yeah, I mean, you could keep buying, you know, cut-up T-shirts. Or you could get something that's made up of polymers that doesn't leave behind any uh, residual particles at all. No mess. It cleans by scrubbing and collecting particulates throughout your gun's bore, then absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean. It is great. Find it now at BarrelBuddy.com. BarrelBuddy.com. Go there now. Take care of your guns. BarrelBuddy.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I want to use reason, conscience, logic to talk about all the wonderful things that are happening in the world today. And I don't have a Venn diagram. Uh, so the vice, I love Venn diagrams. Uh, you know, <laughs> the vice president's not going to like this monologue. But uh, we'll get to that in 60 seconds. Right now, I have uh, Biff Bifferson on the phone who is... Who is, uh, of course, a guy who's mocked preppers for a very long time? Hi, Biff. How are you? Hi. How are you? Very good. Very good. You, uh, you don't, you don't believe in prepping and long-term food storage and things like that. No, I believe each individual bite should be manifested at the time of its uh, ingestion. You, I sorry, what? Each individual bite must be manifested at the time of so ingestion. You, so you don't make like when you make a meal, you don't make a big meal. Oh, absolutely not. I my meal prep. What I do is I make each bite individually as I require them during the day. Okay, what happens if? Uh, that sounds like a lot of work. Uh, what happens if you know that you you know you you can't get to the kitchen or you know maybe there's maybe there's some disruption in the supply line. Holy crap, I never thought of that. Oh, I don't know. Is there a way? Could, this, oh, my, oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's, kind of what the, that's kind of what the whole 
prepper thing is. Oh, wow. I just thought they were just stupid rednecks. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right. You heard it right here from Biff. You don't have to be a stupid uh, redneck. And right now you can get $200 off the regular price of an emergency food kit, 2,000 calories per day, easy to prepare. And uh, we're talking water, a little heat, and you got a meal ready to go. I mean, you know, it's in a full meal. It's not individual bites. Wait, did I come up with a way to have water too? Uh <laughs> Yeah, water would be... I never thought of that. It just yeah. falls from the sky. Right. No. Uh, go to preparewithglenn.com. You can uh, even get your water filtration systems. Preparewithglenn.com. It's amazing how we get those people on the phone like that, just at the moment's notice. It really is amazing, isn't it? I want to talk to you uh, a little bit about everything that is going on. But I want to frame it with Israel and Hamas. I'd like to make an appeal for reason. Now, bear with me. In Israel, Joe Biden said, justice must be done. But I caution this. While you feel that rage, don't be consumed by it. Now, who's he talking to here? Israel? Israeli military? Benjamin Netanyahu? Who's he talking to? Justice must be done, but I caution this. While you feel that rage, don't be consumed by it. After 9-11, uh, I remember really singing loudly and turning it up, and we'll put a boot up your ass, uh, you know, every time that country song came on. God bless Toby Keith. That way we were enraged. He said, after 9-11, we were enraged in the United States. While we sought justice and got justice, we also made mistakes. Yeah, that, and I don't think that's because we were enraged. That's because we had idiots that were running things. But for the most part, I agree with good old Uncle Joe here wholeheartedly. He's right. And I want to be on the record saying in this case, he is right. It's critical that you recognize he's right on this. Important decisions should not be made on the basis of strong emotion. They should be made on the basis of reason and morality. It's not enough to feel. We must think, ideally, for ourselves. Now, I think this sounds a little funny coming from the political side, which flooded culture with the idea that really it's... It's how you feel at any given time. And that's the most important thing in the world. Not just to you, but the whole world must accommodate how you feel. If you feel like a woman, well, then you are one. And we should all treat you like one and applaud you for feeling that way. And everyone must say you're the most beautiful, mannish looking woman they've ever seen. Never mind biology. That's not the science we met. If you feel oppressed, then you are, even if you're a millionaire paid to bounce a ball in America. And if anyone exposes you to uncomfortable thoughts or opinion, or let me, I wish I had a pair of pearls here I could clutch. They challenge the validity of your feelings. They're violent extremists and they must be depersoned right now. But let's forget all about that, because I'm sure Joe was considering all that when he said what he said, which is right. Fear, anger, even righteous rage, they all have their place. They help keep us alive. 
in a crisis. But they also get you killed if you don't balance everything. They cannot drive your decision-making process. That's why we have a conscience and we have reason. Need examples? Okay. COVID. Freak out, everybody. We're all going to die. Have you seen what they're doing in China? They're welding people into their homes. It's got to be horrible. What did we do? Well, I think we did the logical thing. We said, hey, let's cut off all the transportation right now from the rest of the world until we get a handle on what's going on. And then fear, 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 fear. You're killing your grandmother. You're killing your great, great grandmother. You may not even be born because somewhere Marty McFly is there with a picture of you not getting the covid vaccine. And you're currently disappearing off of that Polaroid. And so is your grandmother. What did fear make us do? How about the Patriot Act after 9-11? It was a wave of fear. The war, that was idiots. That was, that was, that was a hundred different political reasons. But the Patriot Act, that was a political thing that was waiting in the wings before 9-11 that nobody thought they could ever get past until fear How about calls for anti-Second Amendment legislation after every single mass shooting? Calls for legalized infanticide powered by the fear of imaginary theocratic pro-lifers that are going to put us in a bonnet and a red dress. Too much of the time, emotion is manufactured and manipulated like it was yesterday on the, the mall of the Capitol. You know, right before the insurrection. This is what it means. Never let a crisis go to waste. A crisis allows you to manipulate people because they're afraid they're not thinking clearly. Just now, U.S. lawmakers are proposing regulating cryptocurrency because Hamas has been using it. Hamas? Hamas is bad, right? They might use it. They might use, they might use X as well. We've got to take away X from everybody. And the more freedom that goes away, and usually not even slowing the bad guys down, the more freedom you lose, the more ground they gain. Think of MS-13 or Hamas. Do you think they abide by gun laws? Now, there's plenty of fear in Israel today, I'm sure, and rage. But those are not the reasons Israel's in a war with Hamas. Israel is not seeking to lash out. Israel is hopefully planning coldly and rationally the best possible way to limit people who claim their whole reason for being is to kill every Jew. Now, why would they be planning this? Well, that's what reason demands. Because after the monsters get in and slaughter your children, after they rape your daughters and take them to Gaza to be tortured, you don't storm in unprepared into what Hamas has spent 20 years turning into a death trap. You don't do that. You don't start killing everything in sight, hoping that blood will satisfy blood because blood never satisfies blood. But just as important... Just as important, you also do not allow yourself to go back to normal as soon as the emotion fades. That is also why God gave us a conscience and reason. 
The world saw the images. We felt the horror. We were with Israel for a time, and then the emotion starts to fade because we're goldfish. If we let that be the end, then evil will remain. It will not only remain, it will grow, and we will be responsible for that growth. This is why the fast food instant gratification culture is so dangerous. Again, we're goldfish. You may not hear me talk in the last few days about the economy or ESG and the Great Reset or Ukraine or what's being taught in our schools run by radical leftists under the thin mask of teachers unions. I'm not talking about the impeachment investigations or the, the hundreds of other topics that I am following and watching closely. I haven't forgotten them. I'm not a goldfish. You haven't either. We're keeping a close eye on all of it. But reason and conscience tells me this is a major spiritual test for the entire world. This will decide whether we are a force for good or a force for evil. Because this comes down of choosing life or choosing death. And with all the stories that are happening, what do I, what do, I do after I talk about it? Okay, usually I, I rant. But when it comes down to it, I ask you to do very specific things. And sometimes, uh, once today, I beg you, please, and everything I ask you usually revolves around the two P's. PP, as I like to call it. Plan and prepare. Prepare for impact. What does that mean? Well, if you're at war with Hamas, you plan, you prepare, you arm yourself with information, and in their case, with guns, and then you, as an army, go out and go after the monsters. Because that's what reason and morality actually dictate. Plan and prepare, and then act. And if you don't, the monsters remain and get worse, and they'll be back, and it'll be worse again next time, and there'll be more and worse monsters until you either fight back or allow yourself to be extinguished. But that is the choice we are all facing in almost every aspect of our lives right now. Are we going to stand up and be morally clear that there is a good and evil, and I still recognize one or hopefully both, but I only serve one. In Israel, the blood of the victims of Hamas screams out of the ground, screams their pain. But we should be hearing the screams of warning, one that reason and moral human beings must heed and act upon. That's why you go in and destroy Hamas. Not so we're even. That's what a third grader would do. That's why you are supposed to watch your borders. That's why you don't allow a surveillance state with total control. It's why you take porn out of the schools and keep everything away from the kids. It's not emotion. It's not hatred. It's cold, calculated reason. That's guided by a set of principles we used to find self-evident, guided by morality. 
It's these times that God gave us reason and a moral sense. It's for these times. Animals have fear, but they don't have reason and moral sense. Evil has to be seen. It has to be named and opposed. Not for the past victims, but for future ones. Not for Jews or Israelis, but for all of us. Not for the dead children, but for the ones who are still living, who need us to take care of the monsters that we have allowed into our societies, into the very bedrooms we're supposed to keep them safe. Your pulpit this weekend should thunder the truth. Jewish, Christian, and even sane, moderate Muslim pulpits, if any can be found. I'm waiting. Thunder from the pulpit like they once thundered in America's past and like never before with fire and righteous anger, but with clear cutting light of divine truth and reason. They must thunder against evil but also thunder for good, for life, for order, God's order, not our own. Man creates chaos. Every day I try to think, how can I inspire you to be a better person today than you were yesterday? And I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if you're sitting on the fence what you're waiting for. Whom do you fear? The media? Donors? People in power? A college professor? Your boss? Being unpopular, defunded, depersoned? The only fear worth holding on to is not the kind that makes you cower. It's the kind that makes you stand up and speak truth. Make demands of yourself and challenge those who are around you. The one fear that causes us to make the world more like heaven and less like hell is the fear of the Lord and a God Almighty. Fix reason firmly in her seat. And may God help us all. So on top of everything else that is, uh, you know, uh, weird uh, and going on the Israeli Hamas conflict stirring up oil prices surge isn't going to be a monetary blip uh, a momentary blip uh, global oil prices are shooting up raising concerns about the stability of the world's oil supply good news yesterday Joe Biden uh, took off all of the sanctions of Venezuela in exchange for oil so we got that going for us Here's a silver lining uh, in these turbulent times. Goldline is offering a ray of stability as the world spins out of control. Consider diversifying your investments. I'm not talking about all of them. If you have anything in retirement funds, please consider having maybe 10% in gold or silver or precious metals. This week, Goldline has a golden opportunity. Purchase a tube of one quarter ounce gold Mayflower rounds and you'll get a five pack of the popular two ounce silver Maple Flex bars for free. Don't wait for the storm to hit. Fortify your financial future now with Goldline. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, everybody. We're excited for the news. We got a big speaker update. (laughs) 
This one is a pretty big one, actually. Uh, Jim Jordan is not going to go for it anymore. Uh, no, will not go for a third ballot. Uh, he will back Patrick McHenry as interim speaker oh, until January. Uh, you know, I've been telling you since the beginning, I thought this was the most likely outcome of all of this. Um, they met this morning. He can't get to 217 votes. So what they're going to try to do is do this sort of temp thing until January and then work behind the scenes without the pressure of needing daily votes to try to push this through and find someone else. Jordan, I think, will still try for it for at least a while, but to try to find someone else who will do it permanently. You know, it's it's amazing uh, because I don't follow. I hate politics. I don't follow politics. Yeah. I, I avoid them as much as possible, as much as I can. And you're the guy who kind of watches all the political it's job security for me, basically. Yeah, it, it basically, yeah. <laughs> seeing that I do a political show, but mm. uh, I really don't. Um, but uh, do you hate it? When when I am right about things, as much as I hate it when you're right about things, because <laughs> oh, when you're because when you're right about things, I'm like, oh crap. He's always like, it's you know, let me tell you what's really uh, what the you know worst case scenario is, and this is probably what's going to happen. Mm. And I'm always I'm always like I'm so absolutely void of any hope in so many ways mm. but when you say this is probably what's going to happen i'm like no but it could be yeah it might be it almost never and is. it almost never yeah, is. yeah i know that's the easy way to do it is just think about what's the worst thing that could occur and usually that's going to be a high possibility of happening and not um, good for your health and to be clear this is not the worst thing that can possibly no, occur this no. this is look this is a, a couple weeks of chaos to get exactly what you had before at best so at, uh, at, at best, best because, because I don't think Jim Jordan, he hasn't made any friends. He's nope, made it's, more enemies. It's, it's been uh, made worse overall. Yeah. When he mm-hmm. goes in and says, hey, we need to do this, this and this. Is he going to get the support that he had with McCarthy? I don't know. Yeah. And and McHenry is essentially McCarthy. He's the basically the his closest ally handpicked by McCarthy to do this job. So you go through all this trouble to get McCarthy thrown out, and then your best case scenario is exactly the same. It still get considerably worse from that and likely will because they'll change rules. This is only temporary. Who knows what comes okay, after Okay, great. This. Vote him in, and now get to work on the budget. Yeah. Good I luck. I swear to you, if you come with a continuing resolution, I... Maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to just leech us of all of our blood because blood will shoot out of my eyes. The Glenn Beck Program. Identity theft may sound complicated, but in some cases, all a thief needs to do to carry out a shopping scam in your name, mailing address, email address, phone number. With your details, they start an online store account. Then they add their own shopping information. Then when they purchase the items on that account, without your knowledge, uh, guess who gets to pay when the collection notices start? And guess who gets the stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Doesn't work out for you, boo-boo. No, for me. Here's the thing, LifeLock. It helps keep that kind of stuff from happening to you. Now, nobody can stop all of it, but LifeLock by Norton is the best. So save up to 25% off right now off your first year with the promo code BACK. With LifeLock by Norton. I mean, don't get it. You be you, boo. I mean, do it. You know, I, I want to live on the edge. That's cool. Whatever. 
lifelock.com has saved my bacon and tanya's bacon uh and you know how much i like bacon several times lifelock.com 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK lifelock.com promo code back and it's blaze tv.com slash glenn use the promo code glenn and there you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv For the first time ever, Glenn TV is publishing video with captions in Hebrew uh, because I want um, Jews and Israelis all over the world who fear for their life to know that they are not alone. Um, I would ask that you would share last night's uh, show. You can find it on uh, probably on YouTube still. Um if you have a family member who finally, you know, you're like, why, wait, wait, why is there a Palestinian flag in your back pocket? Uh, you know, we, we talk about from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. You know, the chant of gas the Jews, gas the Jews. That one's not as subtle. Um, we have historian Edwin Black on. He is amazing. And last night on the show, he said the universities are ground zero for genocide and hate. He uh, he details what's going on in our universities and what we must do. Um, and also we go into Hamas, Hezbollah, the IRGC. All of those are controlled by Iran. That is, you know, it's, it's so funny. Uh, by the way, let me just finish this real quick. Just this is a defining moment in world history. Please share the video from last night. If you're a subscriber to The Blaze, you can get it now, blazetv.com. Share it with a friend and, um, and spread it. Um, I don't know if I've ever told the whole story on the air, and I'm not going to bore you with it now, but um, I know I've told, I think I have. I, I met a um, professor. He was a doctor of ideas. I didn't even know there was a doctorate of ideas. I love it. And if it didn't require me to go to university, I would, I would, well, I would become one anyway. Uh, I just don't know, want to do all the work. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, this doctorate of ideas, he's from Cambridge. He was at Princeton and he takes things that are not necessarily linked together and goes, no, wait a minute. This belongs over here. And this belongs over here. And I asked him uh, one time, I said, hey, if you give me 15 minutes, I, I'd love to run something by. I think I can show you uh, not only where this Jew hatred thing began, why the Jews are always under fire, uh, and where it's going to originate next. And this was probably in 2011. Um, he said, I don't think you're going to be able to do that, but I'll give you 15 minutes. About an hour, hour and a half later. He uh, said, you should get your doctorate for that. And uh, it's a little disturbing because what I found was uh, how this thing works, why it works. I should go back and see if I can find any notes on this, but, um, but also where it's going to start next. And where I said back then was Iran. Persia. It's going to come from Persia, Iran, Iraq. Uh, and it's a little freaky to have that 
happening now because this is the turning point for America and you and the rest the rest of the world. And we really have to pick a side now reasonably. And we have to start reading about heroes and people who have come before us who have done the right thing. I want to introduce you to Shayun Sugahara. Now I know you know the name Shayun Sugahara, uh, and you're probably like me talking about him all the time. You're like, oh, that Shayun Sugahara, what a great dude. But believe it or not, unfamiliar with many, many people. I know, hard to believe, but they're while you don't know his name. He was a flicker of hope in the bleakest of times. He was a Japanese dip diplomat sanction, uh, stationed in Lithuania. Now, it's probably coming back to you now. Now they said Lithuania, right? Japanese diplomat. Yeah. Uh, this was during World War II. He was a devout Christian, which was unusual back then. And he found himself at the crossroads of duty and faith. I talk about this from time to time, losing your first citizenship to make sure you hold on to your second citizenship. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. There's one citizenship. You are a prince or a princess, king or queen, yet to be uh, to, to receive your titles, but you, you are from a royal family, the kingdom of heaven. That's your first citizenship. Second one is America. And I will do nothing to violate my first. So Nazism is is spreading. Countless Jewish refugees fleeing to Lithuania. They don't have an escape route. They they thronged the gates of various embassies, including Japan's. They needed a visa. The visa was life. No visa, death. But the Japanese Empire, cautious not to offend the German allies, had stringent conditions, conditions that most of these desperate Jews did not meet. So here's where destiny takes a turn. Sugahara, standing at the crossroads, makes his choice. He's guided by his Christian faith and a deep sense of right and wrong and righteousness. He begins just issuing visas, day in, day out, writing tirelessly, ignoring meals and sleep many times. His wife actually sits with him and massages his hands because they keep cramping up because he has to handwrite all of these things. He didn't stop. He didn't waver. Days turn into weeks. Japanese government find out what he's doing. Unsanctioned mercy. They order him, stop immediately. But Sugahara is, he's seeing the faces of these people. He couldn't. He goes even deeper underground now and hides it even more. He goes against direct orders. The noose tightens around his neck. He has to leave Lithuania. As the train is pulling out of the station, he was seen flinging handfuls of visas out the window, hoping that they would find their way into the hands of the right people. 
Now, you'd think that his act of defiance, his act of faith would make him a hero. No, a lot of times people like this are not recognized in their own time. On returning to Japan, Sugihara was dismissed from the foreign service. He was left to live in obscurity. All of his deeds surrounded in silence. Decades passed. World moved on. Sugihara, now an older man in his house in the 1960s, here's a knock on his door. There was a man standing there, gratitude in his eyes. Sugihara didn't recognize him, but the man did. He was one of the Jews that Sugihara had saved, and he wasn't alone. Over time, many such knocks echoed through his house. Stories were shared. Families were introduced. Turns out, Sugihara's act of faith had saved 6,000 people. And the, def- the descendants of the survivors now number in the tens of thousands. He's known as the Japanese Schindler. Now, why would he risk everything? Why would he do this? His career? His family's safety? His answer was pretty profound. He said, they were human beings. They needed help. I'm a Christian. I had to help. In an era then where many people turned away, And in an era now where many people will turn away, they will not see the fear in the eyes of their Jewish friends. And Jewish people will stop wearing the Star of David out of fear. They will walk to synagogue in fear. I want you to choose today who you will be. Will you be a man or a woman that sits this one out because you have too many other things to do? Or will you be guided by your faith? Choose compassion over compliance. Humanity over orders. Shayun Sugahara. He reminds us that sometimes... Just doing the next right thing is the only option. Kim wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I've been taking Relief Factor for a month now, and it is hard to believe, but my back pain is completely gone. When I first started seeing your ads for it, I thought, who'll ever believe that that would work? Well, I'm a full-fledged believer now. The product is a miracle for me. Thank you so much. Kim, thanks for writing in and giving Relief Factor a try. I know uh, that's exactly how I felt before I started taking it. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, and this is going to work. The three-week quick start, it's $19.95. It's for people like me, skeptics. But it's also, as they say, million people have already tried this, million plus. 70% of them go on to order more month after month. So it doesn't work for everybody. And they're upfront about that. I like it. You'll know within three weeks. If it works, you get your life back. If it doesn't, yes, you're out 1995. But man, it's it was worth it for me. 
Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. relieffactor.com. relieffactor.com. Relief Factor, feel the difference. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. So, don't think this is going to be in Donald Trump's favor. Uh, Sidney Powell has just made a plea deal in the Georgia election case. Now, if you believe in, you know, in the theory that this was just a big conspiracy that they all knew, yada, 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 she would be one of the main instigators because she would be the one that Donald Trump was listening to. Yeah, maybe outside mm-hmm. of Giuliani, be the person yeah. you probably want the most if you're Correct. if you're the prosecutors. In this Correct. Case. Mm-hmm. Now you know they put the people who followed these people into uh, prison for you know up to twenty two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, she's just the ma- central one of the central people of this plot. Yeah, right. Like no, that, she. I mean, in, without in her, words. it may not have happened. Right. So right. you think probably going to be more than twenty two years. Yeah, she made a plea deal mm-hmm. and. Uh, she got six months, six years, six years, oh, six years, sorry, mm-hmm. six years of probation. Mm. Now, <laughs> so no jail time. Now, None. we should also note she was fined $6,000 and agreed to pay $2,700 in restitution oh to the state of Georgia. Gosh, so they really crazy. nailed her. Okay. But what did she tell them for them to make that deal? Or what was she willing to say? For that deal. She is claiming she will cooperate with prosecutors. Oh, I'm sure she will. Uh, so Yeah, you got you got probation. Hmm. Huh. Don't think that's gonna work out well. Now, luckily, she has absolutely no credibility. Yeah, that's true. And and, and I th- my guess is this works out the same way Michael Cohen worked out, which Cohen was willing to say everything that Trump ever told him and all the bad things, but he had so, no credibility whatsoever. He was a guy that everyone knew lied for a living. So even when he came out and said all these bad things about Trump, pretty much people just she shrugged their shoulders. She had credibility. It was the weirdest. It was the Disney of people. Mm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, she was. She a, had she had some decent credibility. I was a relatively respected conservative, yeah. le- uh, uh, legal mind. And then all point. of a sudden, it was like, Poof. yeah. And it really went away pretty fast. Uh, the Kraken has not been released, uh, as far as we know, uh, from this particular situation. And I think, like, you she, mean Donald Trump hasn't talked about it yet? <laughs> I, I, she was. Remember, she was promising every day we're going to release the Kraken. Oh tomorrow. yeah, that's right. Tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. we had her on the air at one point. We're like, when are you going to give any like we had evidence? Her on, of- we had her on once, and I said, okay, great. I've heard this all before. When you have the evidence, call us and you come back on. But you know, yeah, don't uh, don't like, don't come on and tell me you have evidence and then not share it. I need to see the evidence. And another thing, produce we, it. We, another thing we said was, hey, you do realize the legal deadline for this is December fourteenth. Will yeah. you have this by then? Oh yes, we'll definitely have it by then. We'll have it by Monday. Yeah, it was always we'll have it by Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was. They, a, she honestly, she could be. Uh, a contractor for a house. She could be. <laughs> two more oh, weeks. No. Oh, two more weeks. We'll have that done <laughs> in two fact. more weeks. And whether you believe something happened during the election or not, she was a, uh, a damaging voice for that case. Even if you believe it was yeah. true, she came out and, and threw everything at the wall. And I don't know if it was because she wanted 
influence or you know legal fees or she really you know, believed it i mean she's honestly now participating uh, in the prosecution i, I guess, mean so. think about this you're looking at 20 years in prison and they'll give you parole if you just go yeah bad dude yeah yeah no he knew he knew um that's pretty hard to pass up well, it's you true. Know, you would spend the rest of your life in jail. But this is why this one's particularly interesting. Because you're you're some guy, you listen to Donald Trump say something, you take it some way that he doesn't actually, I mean, whatever. Uh, he says peacefully, you go in there violently, I don't know why you yeah. do that, but you do that, and you actually commit some crimes in there, they want to put you away for 20 years. Some of those people did come out and say, you know what, Donald Trump said these things, and I believed him, and I thought we were supposed to do it, and he he lied to us. Some of them did try that a, a defense, and you know what the government said? Screw off. You're going to jail for two decades. Right. With this, they it's have, she's much more at the top of the pyramid of this thing. Mm-hmm. In theory, much more important. Hmm. And the difference is, a guy who just walked into the Capitol can't hurt Donald Trump nope, in their has mind. No credibility. Sidney Powell in their mind can hurt Donald Trump, and that's why she gets six months of probation. It'd be interesting to see what Giuliani does. Mm-hmm. And just to, you know, to, I hate to beat a dead horse on this, but this is why Donald Trump should have taken care of all of these people and paid for their attorneys. 100%. They didn't have the money to fight this. You've got to stand by them if you expect them to stand by you. But we'll see if there's any justice in any of this.